This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I almost had a flashback there. Almost at into the 4 o'clock hour we go where we used to do. <laughs> oh, you're together. trying to hurry the show along. <laughs> oh, no. No, I'm not trying to do that at all. Actually, didn't we start? Oh, I never looked. I'm going to look when we started the Daily Gambit. But I think we started it, and it was like a 520 segment. Was it that late? I think so. Daily Man. Gambit's taken over the it, show. It has moved I mean, its way up. Even if, you and, even if you and I, Tony, are not big fans of it, Scraby gets more texts and tweets and emails and you know conversation about the Daily Gambit than anything that we do practically on this show, mm-hmm. you people are all addicted out there. <laughs> I, I mean, I, people are starting to approach me about the Daily Gambit. Now. Wow, that's I how know. that's how uh, popular it is. I yeah, know. It's we crazy. Either, I, I get that was also why we decided we needed to make sure we told everybody to uh, gamble, gamble responsibly, responsibly. <laughs> so that everybody understands we're not running around throwing money all over the place. Right. And we had a, I can't remember the listener's name, but they called up and they were like, "Hey." You uh, are a recovering alcoholic, so I think you can understand this. You should tell people to gamble responsibly. We're all like, yeah, we probably probably should. Probably 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 should. But anyway, Queen's Gambit came out in 2020, Chris. So So we're like three years into Daily Gambit. Yeah, it came out at the end. I would say we're about two years in. Got to thank that show for the title of this segment. Yeah, two years in, I would say. That's how it all came into being. I wanted to point out, we had uh, Casey Johnson there, and thanks again to him for joining us. But the greatest of all time, Michael Jordan, most three-pointers he ever made in one season was 111. To show you how the game has changed, Buddy Heald of the Indiana Pacers leads the league at the All-Star break this year with 230. He's already got twice as many as Jordan ever made in one season, and there are already 45 players in the NBA that have made more than 111 threes. So the game has changed completely changed that dramatically since the days of his airness. Doesn't mean it's 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 not as good of a game. That's just what I means, like what Casey said. He it goes, just means it's changed. Both things can be true. You can love the way it was when Jordan played, and you can love the way it is now. Yeah. No, I, and I think that's fair. I mean, the way it is now, sit back and enjoy the ride right. that these guys take you on night after night after night when they're not load managing. <laughs> <laughs> when they're actually in the lineup. When they're, when they're actually playing. Yes, when uh, they're actually playing. Somebody at ESPN is, is, I don't know if they're messing with me personally, but they keep changing this whole Bienemy story. Oh, it, yeah, yeah. It, See, it, Eric Bienemy, you it, said he was going to the it, Washington Commanders. He was going Commanders. to at the Washington Commanders. Now, then it became he was working towards a deal. 
Now it says the enemy to become the commander's OC. Okay, so he's back to going. <laughs> I think so. All right, you're safe then. Somebody, somebody's messing with me though. But it does seem like they are they are working. The actual article says the commanders are working on finalizing a deal to make Eric Bieniemy the team's new offensive coordinator. Uh, it sounds like they've agreed in principle to a two-year deal and now are working on the language of the contract. So it looks like it's going to happen. Yes. Next week, uh, it says Bieniemy is expected to be in Washington for an introductory uh, news conference next week. What so. if the Chiefs just go right down the drain now? <laughs> I don't huh. think that's going to happen. I don't think that's going to happen as either. As long as but Patrick Mahomes is wearing that underwear, it certainly oh, would be tough to beat. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He acts as yeah. a, a, a special pair of underwear. Can huh? we can we take a second to talk about the Chiefs? We haven't talked about this all week. And you Are should... we going to talk positively about the Chiefs? No. You no. should. <laughs> you should the, be... the, wait. The positive. <laughs> he said the positive no. vibe of this show <laughs> is about to change. Because Scraby has opened the mic. I think that you guys are going to agree with me. I know that Tony agrees with me, but we you guys should be so proud of me. I have not brought this up all week. He said no. But the, kept but the Chiefs are acting like they were the worst team in the NFL, and no one in the world thought they could win. They're like, Patrick Mahomes is like, who's rebuilding? I don't know who's... Who? You're rebuilding? You got rid of one guy. One guy. I, Travis I, Kelsey's like the disrespect we receive. Listen, I will, I will agree. Well, I'll say this: it is true that people thought the offense would take a a step back. I think everybody was in agreement on that. That, but I, after Tyreek, after yeah. after watching the um, and I, listen, I think the the adult beverages had something to do with their 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 them feeling slighted in some type of way. Uh, the fact that they were saying that. People were calling them the underdogs, and they were rebuilding. That's just not true. <laughs> it's, it's, not. it's just not true. I'm okay with them internally having they were, that mindset. It, it, that just mean, don't say that it. was beyond embellishing, right there. The fact of the matter is, until the Super Bowl, Patrick Mahomes had never played in a playoff game in which he'd not been the favorite. <laughs> right, right. Every game he's ever played in the playoffs, he's been favored to win until the Super Bowl, and he was only a one and a half point underdog it, in that game. And maybe that's what he was talking. Maybe talking that's when he figured nobody thought nobody they could win. thought that we could win yeah. the Super no. Bowl. He let well, that part out. Look, we're going to hear a lot more from Travis Kelsey. I don't know if you guys heard. March fourth, oh, yeah. he's hosting yeah. Saturday Night Live. I think that's going to be funny. I that saw him on Jimmy funny. Kimmel last night. He oh, was, was he, uh, warming up. Not, not at Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, uh, one of those. Was it the Tonight Show or Jimmy Fallon? Jimmy Fallon. Oh, yeah. Jimmy Fallon. He's warming up. He's going to be on uh, Saturday Night Live March the fourth. So, look out for more Travis Kelsey. If you're not a Travis Kelsey fan. You're not going to be able to avoid it for a while. He's, he's, he's taking right over the airway. I, I am yeah. a Travis Kelsey he's fan, a, he's, but he's he, a little oversaturated at the moment, along with his brother. I just he's got charm. I just hope I just hope somehow in his monologue to open up Saturday Night Live, he gets in the word jabroni. <laughs> oh, he will. <laughs> you know, That's he my favorite. Saturday right now. Live is 100 percent take, to, take oh, advantage of that. They won't miss. Have to do a skit where he dresses up as the Cincinnati mayor and does like a a parody of what the Cincinnati mayor did. Good idea. You know, uh, I got on to Travis Kelsey when he had the dating show back in the day. I watched that too. That's what I was like, oh yeah, I like this guy. Yeah, he's funny. <laughs> he's, he's he is naturally funny. He is. And he I, is. and his him and his him and his brother uh was it Jason? Jason. Jason they are, they are so they are a different enough that makes that kind of that that podcast they do together 
really it good. It is really it's good. It's really good. It is really they, good. I, I got to go to Kelsey's they have, credit yeah. They have a little bit of a built-in audience at this they, point. That's who. Both of them made the Super Bowl. <laughs> and that. And pro from a Pro Bowl. Striking too, right? while the iron is hot. And yeah. that is why I thought the Super Bowl was fixed. They wanted the Kelsey Brothers Super Bowl. Oh, they got their script this year, and that yep. was in it. Who, right? who is mm-hmm. they? Who is they? That, oh, that, oh, oh, the script writers. The, 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 script, the script The script writers. Yes, well, that's the, right. the NFL that, script oh, writers. That's right. They got Arian script. Foster said that they, or jokingly said anyway. Well, we don't know. We don't know I if think he was joking. joking. He never has come out and said anything about that. I think he wants that. to purposely leave it like that, too. Leave it open that there are actually script writers <laughs> yeah. for the NFL. Well, I wish that those script writers would appreciate the, what a great storyline it would be for Tua Tagovailoa to star in a Super Bowl victory. <laughs> Maybe his script year. will say that next Maybe year. Maybe next year it'll say that. I hope so. All right, script. Let's get to some Daily Gambit. Do you like money? I think about money a lot. Do you like money without doing anything? Uh, duh. Winning. Do you want to make money while watching sports? I think Washington is immortal luck. Washington! Woohoo! If you answered yes, this is your segment. Just don't blame us when you lose. Nothing is ever your fault. It's your game. Take it. Gwen and Chris go through the top bets of the day in The Daily Gambit on 97.3 The Fan. Daily Gambit is our daily sports betting segment here on Gwen and Chris. And as we said earlier, please, everybody, gamble responsibly. Make sure you're taking care of yourself before you make any bets. Only bet money you can afford that's right. to lose. That's right. If you win, that's uh, that's gravy. Or you don't have to bet. I'm okay with you betting. You don't have to bet responsibly, But if you're going to bet, bet responsibly. responsibly. Let's review what we did last night. Paul George to record six-plus assists and Chris Paul to record 12-plus assists in that game between the Clippers and the Suns. Paul George had five assists. Chris Paul had 11 assists. We fell one short on each one. That does not happen. We all said no, though. We all said no, so we're good. My man, uh, the uh, Jason Glover, the assistant basketball coach of the uh, Aztec women's team, uh, told him last night that he got a nice uh, shout out on the program yesterday because he, like me, I told him that, and he's like, oh, way to throw me under the bus and tell everybody that I don't like Chris Paul. One of the few guys that was not pleased with his shout-out. I didn't realize, Jason, that that was uh It might get out to the masses, man. Yeah, Yeah. just get you out there, man. It's okay to dislike Chris Paul. I've been doing it for years. Yes, you have. I have survived. He thought he was in a boat by himself, but now now I got dragged you in there with him. I dragged him in there with me. St. Mary's was at USD last night, and Chris oh, and I Rare took, Rose. You, oh, Chris Rare and I took Rose. USD. USD were underdogs by 13 and a half points. They only they lost the game, but they only lost by three. So the bet wins, Yeah, but the USD Terreros do not win. No, but they hung in there. Good job. Yes, Tony? You, you chose St. Mary's. I know. I know what I chose. All right, guys. We have the next game between Utah Oh and my lord. Arizona. You know what? That sounds like nails going across a chalkboard. Please stop me. doing that. Yeah, please stop. <laughs> now that I know you guys hate it so no, much. No, we really hate it. Yeah. <laughs> we're not Arizona. The Wildcats were 11 point favorites in this game. It didn't matter because they won by 26. They beat Utah 88 62. Chris and Tony took Utah. I took Arizona. So oh, I good went. for you. Now, Gonzaga and Loyola Marymount. This is not a good day in betting. It is not. But we all took Gonzaga in this one. They were favorites in the game by nine points. And they just absolutely crushed Loyola Marymount 
Final score, 108-65, so we all won that Ooh, one as boy, well. They, got, they made up for that loss to Loyola. They sure did. About they sure ago. did. Yeah. Stanford at UCLA last night. UCLA favorites in the game by 13.5 points. All of us went to, with UCLA. All of us were wrong. UCLA did win the game, but they only won by 9, 73-64. terrible today. Yeah, you had an off day. Um, I don't know if you guys care about betting on the yes. dunk contest. Okay, yes. all right, all right. I'm sorry about that. Um, Are you betting on the dunk contest? And the three-point contest. Yes. Okay, okay so uh, the, you know what? The three-point contest, those don't change. I was going to say, I need the latest odds, but no, they don't change. Buddy Heald leads the way, plus 350. Damian Lillard second. Jason Tatum, Kevin Herter, Tyrese Halliburton, Lori Markinen, Tyler Hero, and Julius Randle. Tony... Which one would you like to go with? Give Julius Randle seems like he's misplaced in this. <laughs> he just doesn't seem like he fits with the rest of these guys. Uh, give me Dame Dalla. Dame. I like that pick. Dame, he's the favorite. He and Buddy Heald are co-favorites, according to DraftKings. I believe um, Tyler Hero won one year. Tyler Hero can shoot it. I'm going to take they Tyler Hero. It. Chris? Uh, I'm going to go with Jason Tatum. Why All not? Right. He's uh, five fifty on the uh, DraftKings board here. I'll take yes, that. Yes, he is. Tyler Hero six fifty. Dame plus four hundred. Now the dunk contest. Never heard of Mac McClung, <laughs> but I have heard of Kenyon Martin Jr. Never heard of Jericho Sims or Trey Murphy the third. Chris, you're up first for the dunk contest. I got to do Mac McClung because he's the only one I can remember, and you just named all four of them. <laughs> <laughs> the only one I can remember is Mac McClung, so I got to bet him. All right, Tony. Give me uh, Mr. Martin Jr. Oh, wow. Kenyon Martin Jr.? Yeah. Kmart. You know what? Two. I'm going to go with the guy no one thinks is going to win and the guy Trey Murphy. definitely not heard of before. Trey Murphy the third. Okay. He third. can jump. Okay, well, that's uh, required in the dunk contest. <laughs> I that's a requirement. <laughs> you don't want some guy that can't touch the bottom of the net out there. You know what I bet. much into it. <laughs> college baseball championship futures are out today. You can't bet on this anymore. The college baseball season has started. Oh, man. I was <laughs> too late. I would have definitely did this one. San Diego State. Yes. Plus 40000 to win the yes. College World Series. USD plus 20000 That's one of those $2 bets that can turn into. That's very true. You it know, can turn into gold. Gold. Yeah, if one of those two teams wins the College World Series. And I wouldn't be upset to see it. So, yeah. Yeah. So, Forty thousand. Let's just assume that we bet that. Okay. Baby. All right. We'll see. Comes true. Uh, they uh, we'll have the openers the tonight. Do you want? Do you want to bet on these yet or no? Yeah, we'll tell the casinos that we 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 did this we're back sne- then. We're so that we, don't, we just don't have a ticket, but we we, we did were make thinking of doing it. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> we should get paid. Yeah. Go ahead, Chris. That would work out well. Uh, both teams open up tonight in college baseball. USD at home against Nebraska. You can have the Toreros, but you have to give a run and a half. Hmm. Or you can take Nebraska plus the run and a half. Aztecs are the exact opposite. They're at Arizona State. The Aztecs are getting a run and a half. Hmm. I know we're both going to take the Aztecs. Believe it. Got to take the run and a half. Mark Martinez is going to. It's going to get him. They didn't have a, a an Aztec year last year. No, they had, so a, they had a rough one last year. Here. Bounce back. Start tonight there in uh, Tempe. So you I'll take USD. The Azt- I'll oh, take right, the San right, Diego right. parlay here. USD Tony. USD or Nebraska? I'll take USD. All right, I'm going to take Nebraska. We're both taking the uh, San Diego parlay. Well, you know, San I was, Diego package. I was yeah. hearing about Nebraska and how their fans travel and how their fans are pretty pretty riled up. And so, Who was your source? I'm not going to reveal because Chris obviously just got in trouble for revealing someone's hatred of Chris Paul. So yeah, I'm not that, do was, that. Yeah. that was uh, 
took a leap of faith. (laughs) (laughs) All right, XFL betting, everybody. The futures. You know who we're picking. The futures are out. The futures for the XFL. Yeah, the the favorite to win the title, the St. Louis Battlehawks. Looked at their their roster. The only one I recognize is AJ McCarron, which tells you a lot about the XFL. Yeah, they're favored though. They're favored. The eight yes. teams. The Orlando Guardians are supposedly, according to the odds, the worst team in the league. DC Defenders, but the Battlehawks are plus four fifty. The Guardians are the worst team. Yeah, the Orlando Guardians, San Antonio Brahmas are plus six fifty. The Roughnecks are plus six fifty. Okay. I'm just going to go with my favorite name out of all of them, and I'm going to go with the Vegas Vipers. Plus 650 for the Vegas Vipers. Yes. Uh, I'm going to go with the Houston Roughnecks at plus 650 because that's my favorite nickname. Okay. The Roughnecks. Okay, Tony. <laughs> the way you said that creeped me out. I don't Remember know we went through the whole thing yes, the other day that, yes. that somebody works on an oil rig. Yes. Give yes. me the, really hard. Give me the Sea Dragons, man. You like you the, the Sea Dragons? Want the sweet Sea Dragons? You got them. But the Seattle the XFL dragons. version of the Kraken. Exactly. It just makes no sense. The Kraken, the, the Kraken, hockey team in Seattle is a Sea Dragon. I guess the Kraken isn't technically a Sea Dragon it's not? because I believe a Kraken is like a. Let me see the picture. A Kraken is like an octopus. Like yeah, an octopus. It is like an octopus. A sea dragon is like a, a dragon. Like a oh, <laughs> like a dragon. Yeah, that, <laughs> like a dragon that lives in the sea. <laughs> oh. But yeah, I guess you can't really call a sea dragon a kraken because a kraken's in in uh, what are they called? Um, arthropods. Whatever you say. Okay, I don't think they're arthropods. Uh, anyway. You've gone down a, a road that you know nothing about. <laughs> yes, you're right. <laughs> Come back. Get you know out of that. Turn left. You know what? We're not even going to go over the rest of the XFL bets because we have no idea what we're betting well, on. Let's can we, get, can let's we bet get the games in. this weekend? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You guys have no idea. Doesn't matter. What, what what idea do we have on the other stuff? All right. Renegades, minus three and a half over the Vegas Vipas. Chris. Uh... Arlington Renegades. Yeah. They can't have a good team in Arlington. Vegas. <laughs> okay. Vegas, baby. Yeah. I'm going Vegas, too, baby. Me, too. I love the Vipas. Orlando Guardians against the Roughnecks. Roughnecks are favored by three and a half, Tony. That's right. Don't mess with the Roughnecks. You I know, I, listen, I think the uh, I think the Roughnecks win this one. Okay. I, I think, like the Roughnecks. You know, I picked them to win it yes. all. I think the Guardians are not going to win this game because they were predicted to be last. St. Louis Battlehawks against the San Antonio Brahmas. Battlehawks on the road, favored by two oh, you and a half who, points. You know who the head coach is for the Vipers? Who? No. Rod Woodson. Oh! Really? They yes. dragged him out of mothballs? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm going, we have to hurry up, guys. I'm going Battlehawks. All right. Chris. Battlehawks. Battlehawks, baby. All right. Last one, the Sea Dragons and the Defenders. Yeah, you already know what it is. You know you see dragons, baby. I'll take the defenders there. I'll be a contrarian. Okay, I'm going to take the defenders as well, so you're not a contrarian. Um, All right, that's it for the daily. All right, let's get to break. When we come back, Scott Rowland, Fred McGriff will be going into the Hall of Fame. What cap did they choose? You'll find out here next on Gwen and Chris. Here's some traffic. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Keyboards there, Tony? Synthesizer. That's some type of, well, that, which part? I don't know. I heard a that little, part. I heard a little bit of like some strings being this hit there. This is strings, there. right? Yeah, this is a bass. That's bass. Well, apparently yeah. there's a party in the background. I, you know what's really funny? That's is bass. Between the three of us, we know next to nothing about musical instruments, I think. We've speak kind for of yourself. Proved, all right. You can speak for me. <laughs> Speaking for Scraby and I, we know next to nothing about musical instruments. I'm joking. I don't know anything there about it. There are either. five guys in the Baseball Hall of Fame who have baseball caps on their plaque, but no logo on the cap. The first ever to do it was Catfish Hunter, who played with both the A's and Yankees and could not make up his mind how he wanted to be depicted. It was another 25 years before Tony La Russa and Greg Maddox chose not to have logos on their caps. A little surprised by Maddox. He seems like an Atlanta Brave to me, even though he... I think that was hard because he, he cut his teeth in Chicago. Yeah, true. He started with the Cubs. Roy Halladay did not have a logo. Mike Mussina is the other. Now there's a new addition to the list. Former Padre... And one of the newest Hall of Famers, Fred McGriff, said today that he is going to go in with no logo on his plaque. He says, that way I can equally represent these cities, the incredible fans in Toronto, where I got my start, Atlanta, where we won the World Series, my hometown of Tampa Bay, and my time in San Diego. So Fred's given everybody a little love there. Not going to have a logo on his plaque. Scott Rowland probably going to get booed out of Philadelphia forever <laughs> after the decision he made today. Scott Rowland, the other new Hall of Famer, says he's going to have a St. Louis Cardinals logo on his cap for the Hall of Fame. Rowland played in more games with the Phillies than he did the Cardinals. Had better career war with the Phillies than he did the Cardinals. However, he chooses to remember the fact that he won a World Series with the Cardinals, and he's going to wear that cap. So, yeah, a decision that's... that very few of us out there will ever have to make: what logo to have on our Hall of Fame plaque? <laughs> no, most of most people <laughs> We're won't. Not have to make most that people decision. won't have to make that. Nor one. did your dad have to make that decision. No, he only he made it easy on one himself. club. Yeah. yeah, he made it easy on himself. So, uh, that's the latest Hall of Fame baseball news. Uh, did see this. Uh, speaking of baseball, we talked. We told you already, if you're just tuning in, though, and you don't know, Manny Machado 
uh, did announce today, or make it official today, didn't make an announcement. He was just answering some questions at his locker, but he says, yes, indeed, he will be opting out after the 2023 season. Tony and I have already had a pretty in-depth discussion about that. I just put it up on Twitter, at 97.3thefansd and 97.3thefansd.com. Okay. That discussion. That discussion. Thank you very much. So if you want to hear what we had to say about Manny opting out, uh, you can do that. Keep in mind that opting out doesn't mean he's opting out of the 2023 season. No, no. He is this... playing this year. And uh, if, as far as I'm concerned, that's all that really matters. But uh, apparently Clayton Kershaw upset that uh, he will not be participating in this year's World Baseball Classic. Kershaw would not disclose details, according to our friend Alden Gonzalez. But a source with knowledge of the situation said he was unable to attain insurance for his contract, likely because of his history with back injuries. So he wanted to take out an insurance policy. If he got hurt in the World Baseball Classic, he would still make the money that he was due in his Dodger contract. Kershaw frustrated. Super disappointing, he said. So we tried a whole lot of different things. All sides, we really tried to make it work. Nothing's wrong with me. It just did not work out. Teams are going to require their 40-man roster play to get their contracts insured before taking part in the WBC, which gets underway March 8th. I think it was. We looked this up yesterday. Now I can't remember, but it's about a two-week window, March 8th through the 24th, right in there, somewhere like that. For the World Baseball Classic, Dominican Republic. I wonder did that change? Is the odds-on favorite? I wonder did that change? Because there was that? there was a time where oh, the insurance Major League Baseball really needed the players to buy into it when it first started, right? Yeah. And the, the WBC, you the, mean? Well, the WBC, but it's yeah. Major League Baseball sponsored. I mean, it's okay. You know, so I, when it was at its infant stage, and you need guys to play. And you, I don't. I feel like they wouldn't have said you need to get insurance at that point. But now that it's you know it's up and rolling now, it does make sense for teams to protect themselves in this uh, if you are going to play. So uh, it's unfortunate. I'm sure Clayton is upset because I don't think he's ever been in one before. I don't ah, think he's ever pitched really in one. And, and this was. I think he's knows he's out the the back nine, if you will. Right. And uh, he won't get that opportunity. Top four betting favorites for the World Baseball Classic. Tony Gwynn Jr. What do you think? I, I know the Dominicans first. Dominicans first. They're plus 210. Uh, Second. S- USA? USA plus 225. Uh, Venezuela? Venezuela, no. No. Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico fourth plus 900. You're missing the third place team or the third place pick. Cuba. Japan oh. plus 300. Those are the top four picks. Longest shot on the board. China and the Czech Republic. Czech Republic doesn't really strike me as having much of a baseball club. Got to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's 20 teams in this tournament, so there's going to be a lot of baseball played over that two-week period. The interesting thing, you will recognize some of the names on some teams that you don't think you would. Right. That's how it usually happens. I saw a couple of former Aztecs, one being Justin Wiley, I believe, former DH yeah, for the he's, Aztecs. He's playing, for, he's playing for Great Britain. Great Britain, that's and right. And there was another, uh, I think Trejo, Alan Trejo, who's in the big leagues he's with playing the for Mexico. Rockies. He's playing with Mexico. I know the Aztecs uh, Instagram that information out. So, yeah, you'll probably recognize a couple of guys from every team. But, 
you know, it's going to come down to those four teams, most likely Korea, Cuba, Venezuela, maybe have an outside shot. But World Baseball Classic does get underway next month. We get underway with our Friday countdown. We're going to honor the birthday of the great Michael Jordan when uh, Gwen and Chris continues. <laughs> we all just had a flashback, not paying attention. Was this was this tournament called now? The, the league called or the the tour called? This is the Champions Tour. Oh, the Champions. No, this is the P, the PGA Tour. But we were looking at scores, and Ernie Els was at the top of the leaderboard, and I was like, "What the heck?" And it was the Champions Tour. For anyone I believe over fifty can join that tour. Indeed, young uh, people can play on that tour. I'm sorry, young people, fifty years old. Oh, that sure, is young. sure. Baby, Uh, we got a countdown coming your way. Top five MJ moments. By the way, shout out to 97.3 The Fan SD's Twitter account, which is now being carried on the MLB Network. How about that? With video of Manny speaking about opting out of his contract in 2023. Would that be Sammy Lev? That would be Sammy Lev. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. That is why we call him the great one. The great one, Sam Levitt, getting us on MLB Network right now, 97.3, the Fan SD Twitter account. At least they got it right. Out of way, Sammy Lev. They got it right, too, because I remember on a previous radio station that I worked on, we got on NFL Network. And they didn't. And they didn't even know. Yeah, they credited us, but it was... um, it was uh, it it was uh, like they named it after a sandwich. It sounded like it was so funny. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that was a bad story. So yes, we it, it was bad. It was bad. Actually, I, tried to, I, got, I thought it was funny at the time, and then it I'm didn't come glad out. Glad right. did you acknowledge that that was a bad story? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it time for the traffic? <laughs> yeah, let's get to traffic, and then uh, we got your MJ top five MJ moments on the way. It's now time for Gwen and Chris to rank their top five of the day. Gonna grip and rip, as usual. But this isn't just a regular top five list. I love it. It sounds sadistic, but I love it. This is The Countdown. And it starts right now on 97.3 The Fan. All right, top five MJ moments. Of course, it's his 60th birthday today. We wish to go to a very happy birthday. It's only fitting we... uh, we do a top five list, as Chris mentioned. Two, what was it? Two twenty? No, what was the date? You said two, two three twenty three. Two three twenty three. Just a couple of weeks ago is another Michael J- Jordan day, but this is his actual birthday, Michael Jordan day. So uh, since we are doing uh, your goat, you should go first. Oh. I should go first. Yes, number five. All right. Well, I have. I'm going to do some crazy ones uh, because I think all of the uh, typical Michael Jordan ones are going to be in there. So I'm going to start with February 14th, 1990. Valentine's Day, 1990. The Chicago Bulls lose in overtime to the Orlando Magic. The Bulls are led in scoring that night by a a guy wearing jersey number 12. (laughs) He scored 49 points. He happens to go by the name of Michael Jordan. What was he doing wearing the number 12, you ask? Somebody broke in to the Chicago Bulls locker room like less than an hour before tip-off and stole Michael Jordan's jersey. That's crazy. The Bulls always, equipment guy, always kept one extra jersey just in case of some sort of 
crazy happening, and that jersey happened to be number 12. Good equipment guy right there. Good equipment guy. <laughs> so the answer to the question, what numbers did Michael Jordan wear in his career? He's got he, three. He's got three. He gets number 23. He gets number 45, which you all know. He also gets one game with number 12. Didn't seem to slow him down any, Tony. 49 no. points. No. And uh, that'll be my number five Michael Jordan moment. Uh, I probably can't come up with any as many unique ones as Chris, but I did try to at least come up with one. Uh, my number five takes you, I'll set the stage, 1997. This is uh, Michael's, what, second to last year uh, before he hung it up. The first time, at least. Uh, <laughs> or the second time, I should say. Uh at the All-Star break, Dikembe Mutombo, he's getting his, his I think he's Michael's getting his his uh, ankle tape. Dikembe Mutombo comes up to him, and basically, you know, Michael says he's going to dunk on him. You know, Dikembe Mutombo hadn't really been dunked no, on by anybody. No, no. That waggle, right? And so the finger waggle. The finger waggle. Fast forward to shortly there after the All-Star break. Yes, indeed, Michael Jordan catches Mutombo slipping, and what does he do after he dunks on him? He matumbled oh, finger finger wags in his face. That's awesome. Before running down the court. That's, that's awesome. That's my number five. That is really good. Uh, my number five. My my list is going to be weird just because Michael Jordan. I was ten when he retired in 1998 for the second time. But the my number five, Casey Johnson, who we had on earlier, really solidified it for me. The last shot in 1998. He told. He said that you could tell that he was reliving the moment. We're talking about Casey Johnson. You could tell that he was reliving that moment, telling us about it. So I was thinking about putting it on the list, but it is a pretty sweet shot. So I put it on at number five. Number four. Okay. All right. Uh, that moment would certainly make anybody's top five. Yeah. But uh, I'm going to go with another one. Michael Jordan, December 2nd, 1987. Michael Jordan in a game at Utah. Against the Utah Jazz, broke down the floor and dunked over one of the Utah Jazz guards. Yes, he did. As he was coming back up the floor, some fan in the front row said, "Dunk on somebody your old, your own size." So, about three minutes later, Jordan ran down the lane and slammed down a dunk over. Seven foot two center Mel Turpin ran up the court, looked at the fan, and said, "Is he big enough for you?" There's one of number four. The, one of the greater Michael Jordan stories you'll ever hear. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, number four on my list uh, shocked the world uh, after James Jordan, uh, father of Michael Jordan, was found. Uh, m- murdered in his car. Yeah. Uh, Michael Jordan abruptly retired, and it really came out of nowhere. I mean, there were rumblings that Michael. What year is this? Nineteen ninety-four. Oh. Yeah, yeah, ninety-four. Uh, I, I, Might have been late in nineteen ninety-three, but it was after they won the title in ninety-three. Right, right. They won the title in ninety-three. Uh, so yes, it, it would have been it, before it was, the end of the year. It was before the end of the year right. in ninety-three. Um. Michael Jordan decided to retire, and at that time he was retired. He was we didn't he wouldn't talk of baseball until about maybe a week or two later, but <laughs> he was done, and it shocked everybody. Isn't the conspiracy theory is that he had to step away from the game because he was betting too much? Yeah, on Yeah, but it? David, was the conspiracy da- theory. David Stern put that to bed in the last dance. 
that it was not true. All right. Doesn't mean I'm not going to really believe it. True. I know. I know. My number four is going to be something that I wasn't even alive for, but I've seen this highlight so many times that it's ingrained in my memory. And it's when in 1982, when he made the shot while he was with North Carolina to beat Georgetown. And then I, I was telling the guys this when I was watching the highlight earlier. I didn't realize this, but after he makes the shot and he puts North Carolina up, Georgetown goes down the court. And they have 13 seconds left, but the Georgetown, uh, whoever's handling the ball, Fred just, Brown. just passes it to the other team. <laughs> like, literally right threw to- it to the other team. Like, it wasn't a bad pass. It was just he threw it to the wrong team. Yeah, he saw James Worthy out of the corner of his eye. Worthy played, obviously, for Carolina. Fred Brown thought it was a teammate. <laughs> That's and crazy. just gave him the ball. The uh, additional part of that story is that Worthy went down the other end, got fouled. North Carolina was a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, they were up by one. No time on the clock. Worthy missed both free throws. Oh, and they ended up winning by just a one. Bad they did beat wow, before we knew they yep. were bad beats. That's yeah. very true. That's correct. But, yes, I, I – oh, another thing about this video that I thought was great is that there's no three-point line in the video. Yeah, but. it's kind of fun to watch that stuff. Number three. All right, number three for me is going to be an actual play. Uh, we had Craig Elo on. And it's his famous shot in 1989 to win the first-round playoff series. Bulls 101, Cavaliers 100. Jordan, 44 points. The thing I loved about this is I was covering a Laker game that day. Lakers were already in the second round of the playoffs. This was the end of the first round. And I had just enough time to go down into the media room, which was underneath the stands at the Great Western Forum. And when Jordan hit the shot, Tony, I jumped up. I couldn't help myself. I hit my head on the roof. <laughs> two sec, about less than two minutes later, I was in the interview room with Pat Riley, and a little blood was dripping down. Oh my, my goodness! <laughs> I conked my head pretty good when Jordan hit that shot. Pat Did Riley Pat took a you look. Why at, you were bleeding? Yeah, he's like, why Pat, are you Pat bleeding? Riley, are you all right over there? <laughs> I said, yeah, Pat, just give me a dart. I'll be <laughs> give me a dart. Michael Jordan, famous shot on Elo. Oh, I guess it's my turn. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we're at number three. Three. Yep. I got to go with the 63-point onslaught against the uh, Celtics. Boston Celtics. That was unbelievable. It was, it was remarkable. What was, what was most remarkable about it is Michael missed 63 games, 64 games that season yeah. due to a foot injury. A lot of people thought that was the reason he played so well in the playoffs, that he was rested I mean, if, and everybody else was <laughs> had just finished a whole full season. That was a, that might have been a, a, a good thought at the time. We would later yeah. find out it was just because he was Michael Jordan. But, right. uh, I mean, he hung 63, 20-something games that year, hung 63 63. They lost, uh, by the way. And, no, I know they lost. Yeah, but still, you still hung up 63 against the thing was, a Boston Celtic team. That it was all Hall of Famers. They, every guy on the floor was a Hall of floor. Famer, and they all tried to guard him. None Bird, of them successfully. Ainge, Dennis Johnson, McHale, Parrish, they all tried. Nothing could stop Some him. of the shots he was hitting was Insane. ridiculous. Insane. My number three is going to be in 1988 because I've also seen this highlight many times and I thought it was very cool growing up that Michael Jordan could dunk from the free throw line. So it was the dunk contest when he basically learned how to fly. As a kid, I believed that he could fly. I still have a poster of that in my uh... Don't it's worry. in my closet now. It's not in my office, but I still have that poster. Yeah, it's great. Jordan's flying dunk from the free throw line. Number two. All right, number two for me, I'm just going to read this. It's uh, labeled Win at All Costs. 
Michael Jordan always tried to get the winning advantage. Per a guy by the name of Chuck Klosterman, Jordan once tried cheating during a card game <laughs> with former teammate Buzz Peterson's mother. Klosterman said Jordan attempted to cheat while the old woman was using the bathroom. Jordan also treat, cheated his teammates in Yahtzee during road trips <laughs> with the course. Chicago White Sox AA affiliate, the Birmingham Barons. He also used to give the bag handlers money yes, so that his did. bag would come out first at the airport, and then he'd win the pool and think it was a good investment. Jordan's competitive streak knew no bounds. It, it had zero boundaries. No. Wow. Uh, number two on my list is the Craig Elo shot. I think you guys have already gone over it. We had Craig on the show. Oh, he was great. first of all, he was tremendous. He was so excited it, to do it. It, it was he, he was a joy to have on. Uh, but that shot will reign as one of Michael's probably better highlights. Coming yeah. out party. Uh, my number two is actually kind of a low light, guys. It was when he refused Horace Grant food on the flight. <laughs> When he did that, and he told Horace that he didn't play good enough, and so he so he refused that. He, he said, you can't eat dinner. You're going to take this to your grave with you. He, he is. He is going to push this You're never going to forget this, even though there's no proof that it's true. No, I believe Horace Grant said that that happened. No, he did But that's not actually my number two. I thought that would be funny. That was funny. That my was a much two. better joke than the other one. Thank you. Thank you. My number two is the flu game. I mean, I love the story around yeah, it. I choose to believe that the Utah, the Utah pizza place, they intentionally tried to poison it. Yes, him. I choose to believe that just because it's like it's so a better story. Yeah, it's a better story. Yeah. yeah, so that's, that's how we got down in the nineties, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. He scored forty-five <laughs> points. You poisoned Michael Jordan's pizza. <laughs> Not enough to kill him. Just to hurt his stomach real bad, have him looking pretty sick. It put still him, didn't matter. Put, uh, put 45 on the board that night. Number one. Uh, sorry, Tony. My number one Michael Jordan moment uh, is probably the happiest moment I have ever had, and that was the first Bulls championship. And the thing that stands out most about it was the shot he made in game two when he came down the lane and saw Sam Perkins and switched the ball over to the left hand and flipped it in. I think that's the greatest shot he's ever made, and uh, first championship, hard to beat. So, sorry to have number one at your expense, but uh, he scored 44 points in that particular game, and uh, the Bulls beat the Lakers 107-86. to yeah, that pissed me off. <laughs> I'm sure it did. It had to if you're a Laker fan. I, you know, as, as, you a, Laker, as a Laker fan, shot. as a Laker fan watches, like he didn't even need to do that. He was just over there showboating right now. Michael or, uh, Magic like, Johnson. I was like, AC Green didn't even jump. He just did that. He didn't even need to do <laughs> that. Magic Johnson said, "Well, he floated down the lane with one hand. Decided, well, I don't know. Switched it over to the other hand." Uh, even Magic appreciated. Uh, number one for me. Uh, is is such is what I think is when you think of Michael Jordan. This is so Michael Jordan. It's the facts. It's the facts when he decided he was coming back. The first only time said two words. I'm back. <laughs> That's so Michael Jordan came back. Looked like he for the first game he might have looked like he was a little rusty, but he got that team to the conference finals. Uh, they would get knocked out by the Magic and then proceed to win seventy plus games the following year. Not only that, five games after he did the I'm back, he put 55 on the Knicks on the at Knicks. Madison Square Garden. Yes, he did. So, uh, I guess that's me. My number one is a game where Michael Jordan shot 22 for 22. Uh, he had two turnovers in the game, but he did the unthinkable, guys. And what that, was that would be 
In the end of the game, he saved humanity by dunking from half court and beating the Monstars in Space Jam. So he scored 44 points in the game. I was trying to wonder, when did he go 22 for 22? I don't remember that. Someone actually went through and did a box score on that game. Yeah. And and all they could show was 22 for 22, but he did take off from from half court. court. His arm grew, and then he dunked it. It was amazing. But, but... (laughs) Is that a three-pointer or a two-pointer? That's a three-pointer. That should be good for three. That's a three. Behind but his arm was not behind the Doesn't arc. Doesn't matter. He took off took behind, off the, three behind the line. That's, a, that's, that's three points. You know what's funny, guys, is I've been thinking about this all day long, and I couldn't wait. <laughs> Very good one, Scraby. <laughs> Thank from the you. Movie two Space in a row, Jam. man. Yeah. Two in a row. Thank good you. one. Highlight yeah. moment from Michael But Jordan. that's actually my number one. <laughs> good job, Scraby. You Thank did you. a nice Thank job you. on that category. Thank you. you guys to the too. 4 o'clock hour, we go. More going to Chris. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 